0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. What if everything is right? Well, that's an interesting concept, isn't it? Because we are all programmed to believe that some things are right, some things are wrong, some things are good, some things are bad. But eight years ago, Joshua came through, and as I channeled Joshua's first book, A Perception of Reality, the first words in the introduction are, everything is right. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. Well, up until that time, I don't think humanity was really ready for that concept, but we're investigating that now. And a lot of you are coming to understand that there is no wrong and everything is right. Our perception of wrong comes from limiting beliefs. And when we process those limiting beliefs, we soon discover that they're false. They've never been true. And so this is a pretty interesting journey that we're going on that most humans aren't ready to explore yet, but more and more will be there at some point. What if everything is right? And so in this episode, that's what Joshua talks about. So enjoy this one. There's a lot of fun things going on there. Uh, We have a boot camp coming up soon. It'll be boot camp 18. It'll start sometime in March, at the end of March. And if you'd like more information on that, there's only one way to do it. You have to reach out to me at my email, which is garybodley at gmail.com. And we will schedule a call and I'll tell you all about it. It's very complex. There's a lot to it. We've done a lot of them. Hundreds of people have gone through the boot camps. Once you're in the boot camp, you're in for life, so you can do it over and over again. And in fact, that's really the way to change your mental construct: is to come in with your existing mental construct, go through the boot camp. It's eight weeks. There's a lot to do, a lot of assignments. There's four calls every week. There's private calls with me. In fact, you'll have three private calls with me during the boot camp, and then by the end of it, you'll have a more elevated mental construct. You'll see yourself in the world differently. You'll understand what your limiting beliefs are. You'll discover your soul's purpose. You'll understand exactly how to engage the law of attraction. It's really an amazing process, and it's like nothing else anyone's ever seen. So I hope you give me a call. Push past your fear. or not a call, but send me an email and we'll schedule a call together and I'll explain the details to you and the cost and all that stuff too. And by the end of that call, you'll know exactly whether whether you're ready for this or not. So if you wanna change or if you want to expand your awareness of who you are, if you want your your reality to be exactly as you intended prior to your birth, if you wanna discover your soul's purpose and understand how to use the law of attraction to uncover your desires and bring forth everything that you truly want in this life, well, this is the way to get going. Uh otherwise please like and subscribe and follow this podcast and leave a review and leave comments and all that wonderful stuff. We love to hear your feedback and we appreciate your support. Thanks again for being here and let's get started. We are thrilled to be here.
1: Hi Joshua. Hi Joshua. Welcome. Hi
0: Joshua. We want to remind you that this is supposed to be fun. This life is supposed to be enjoyable. This is supposed to be exciting and thrilling and interesting and Curiosity is leading you from this thing to that thing, and nothing serious is going on here. But you're taking things a bit too seriously. And why is that? Well, you have a limited perspective of yourself. It's all propagated by fear and limiting beliefs and these things. And so what you're perceiving is the illusion most of the time. But those times when you're having a great time, when you're really entrenched in something exciting and interesting to you, where you're when you're with friends and we're doing things that you want to do and you think things are going well... Well, then it's fun, isn't it? Then it's interesting. Then it's exciting. Then it's exactly as it was intended. And you're perceiving your reality as if it's going well. And every other time that you're not perceiving reality as if it's going well, you think something wrong is happening. Well, we want to come and tell you once and for all that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, that everything is right. Everything is right. You just can't see it all the time, but we promise you everything is right. So we dropped this little nugget of information Eight years ago, as Gary channeled the first book and the first words we ever wrote are everything is right. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. That is a nugget of information that few humans are ready to accept, but you are. You're playing with this idea. What if everything was right? What if everything was happening for me? What if there was no wrong anywhere? What if I'm guided and supported by my inner self and my guides and supporters and source itself and through every moment of my life? What if this was true? Well, if it was true, I could live differently. I could adopt a new approach to life. I could adopt the approach to life of love, love and acceptance. Love and acceptance are the same thing. Fear and control are the same thing. If you're in fear, you're going to control. If you're in fear, you're going to want to change the conditions. If you're in fear, you're looking at something from the perspective of the individual who must protect himself from a malevolent conditions, malevolent environment, malevolent universe something's out to get the victim. The victim perceives that their emotions are caused by other people and other things that's going on in the reality. Therefore, the victim has to control everything. Well, what if you're the creator? Well, you've heard this before. You've heard enough people tell you you're the creator of your reality. What if you're the creator? Well, that means there's nothing to fear because fear is the illusion. The truth is you're the creator. The truth is you're creating it all. The truth is this is a finite, brief existence of expansion. And you intended to expand in joy. And those intentions are very powerful. The intention to expand in joy. What does that mean? It means you must see out of the illusion of victimhood into the truth of who you are as the creator. If you can see that, You will never have fear because fear cannot be possible if you're perceiving yourself as the creator. What has the creator to fear? Nothing. You can't die. You can't lose anything. You can't be rejected. Nothing bad can happen to you. Everything's happening for you. Well, what about these manifestation events? Why are they coming along? The manifestation events are simply coming along to show you that you have a limiting belief. The limiting belief is in conflict with who you truly are. If you were to move on your journey of self-discovery, From the perception of yourself as a victim to the perception of yourself as the creator, you must address your limiting beliefs because your limiting beliefs will limit you from acting on inspiration. The inspiration is required to move you on your journey of expansion to understand who you truly are and then to be of service to others. This is what you all came for. This is why you're here listening to this information now. You're getting it on an intellectual Level, but are you still feeling fear? Are you still being triggered by the outside conditions? Are you still wanting to change the conditions? Are you still wishing? If you're wishing you're perceiving yourself as a victim. If you're knowing you're perceiving yourself as a creator. If you're having a good time, you're perceiving yourself as a creator. If you're receiving inspiration and acting on inspiration, you are perceiving yourself as the creator, the creator of your reality, not the creator of anyone else's reality You cannot create in their reality. They cannot create your reality. You can let them have their experience and you can have your own experience. You do not need to see them as victims since they cannot be victims. They're simply unaware of who they truly are. You are more aware of who you truly are, but you're not fully aware of who you truly are because this is an eternal process. You want the eternal process because you're an eternal being. There's nothing else to do. You might as well expand here and there because you're gonna live in joy and satisfaction in the non-physical on and on and on and on. But of course, there's no time in the non-physical. It's all happening at the same time. Here, you get to play with this concept called time and this concept called space, space and time. You get to move through time and move through space to expand your awareness of who you are, your awareness that you are the creator. You don't want to get it all done overnight. You don't want to get thrown into the deep end of the pool you want to have the journey because the journey is the fun part coming from the illusion of the of the victim perceiving itself as being influenced or affected by outside conditions that they have no control to the realization that you have all the control based on your emotions and your feelings and what you choose for yourself. Now, If you perceive yourself as as a victim, what you choose for yourself is quite different than what you would choose for yourself if you perceive yourself as the creator. The victim always needs to solve the problem of lack. I lack money, I lack love, I lack this, I lack, lack health, I lack all these things, and so I want all these things because I perceive I lack them. But that perception of lack, of course, is the illusion. There is no lack. It's only abundance. You have the abundance of everything. Now, if you perceive yourself as a victim, you're going to have abundance of experiences that cause you to perceive yourself as a victim. If you perceive yourself as a creator, you'll have abundance of experience that show you that you're the creator. That's how this system works It's a reflection of how you perceive yourself, i.e. a reflection of your vibration. Your vibration is a communication of who you think you are to the universe. And the universe forms a reality based on that vibration, elevate your perception of yourself as a creator, you elevate your reality. It feels better. It's more enjoyable. It's more fun. It's easier. There's less to fear. Process your limiting beliefs. There's less to fear. Look at things from the higher perspective. There's less to fear. There's really nothing to fear in this reality because this reality is created by you. Why would you create a reality that isn't wonderful in every way? Because you still have some limiting beliefs about yourself. You still have that core limiting belief that you're not the creator of your reality. Great. That's in there. That's part of your source code. And you're moving from an intense belief that you're not the creator to a less intense belief. And as you move from a less intense belief that you're not the creator of your reality, your vibration raises and you get examples that you are the creator of your reality. And this gives you confidence and clarity and you can move forward and forward and forward. So what if you just intellectually understood that you're the creator of your reality? Well, then you could say, I do not know what I truly want. I know what I think I want, but of course that's all based in lack and it's not true. So I don't really know what I Truly want. Well, I guess I know I truly want to an extent. I know that I'm here to express love. And when I express love, I get satisfaction. It feels good. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Good feelings come from expressing love. Bad feelings come from expressing fear. So I'm going to express more love than fear. More love than fear today than I did yesterday. More love than fear tomorrow than I did today. I'm going to move along this journey expressing more love, seeing that I am connected to everything and everyone in my reality. And I'm going to enhance those connections or enhance those relationships by adding more love. How do I add more love? I don't really know. Why don't I ask my inner self? How do I add love to my spouse? How do I add love to my children? How do I add love to my job? How do I add love to my finances? And inspiration will come. Now, the inspiration is going to come, but you're not going to want to do it. Why not? Because you're still perceiving yourself as limited. The expanded version of you that you will know once you take the action will have the information that will counteract those limiting beliefs that you have now. So you got to take action when you're inspired. If you don't take action when you're inspired, it's because your limiting beliefs are too strong. So you have to soften those limiting beliefs or look at the subject from a higher perspective. Why wouldn't you send your best friend a card? Why wouldn't you tell your mate that you love them? Why wouldn't you act on some inspiration that could enhance your career? why wouldn't you do these things? Because of irrational fear. You think that in the doing of these things, other people might look at you funny, you might fail, you might feel negative emotion as a result. Well, if you do feel negative emotion as a result, it's because you had a manifestation event and the manifestation event is vital to you to understand that you have a limiting belief. So this is this process of discovering limiting beliefs either through the resistant thought or through a manifestation event. Either way, it doesn't matter. Looking at yourself from the higher perspective enables you to push past fear to act on inspiration. That inspiration will always move you forward to new clarity, sometimes into a manifestation event, but that's good. Again, you want to see where you are limiting yourself because all limitation is self-imposed. This is a very simple game that you're playing. We inspire you to play it in joy. Play it in joy have as much fun as you can. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything like to talk about who'd like to start. I'll go. Excellent.
2: Okay. So uh, I had manifestation event, I processed the limiting belief and that limiting belief uh, was that that is went perfect with today's bootcamp email and your intro. Just, I love all the synchronicities. So um, that limiting belief is that I am responsible for other people's feelings, and other people's feelings about me affect how I feel about myself. And so, how this is manifested in my life uh, is that you know, I get urges to change conditions or to control, and I control myself by being the nice guy, being a people pleaser, you know, never rocking the boat, that sort of thing. And what happens is I end up just feeling terrible about myself. Uh, And I get paralyzed by fear to in those situations where, you know, I could react differently with more strength and more confidence. So um, I would, I, the only evidence I could find to prove it false was to examine my inner eye, my, my true self, my eternal being, because I couldn't really find evidence quickly in my, we'll help you with this. Life. Yeah, it, please help. What's the limiting belief? That that I have to be good to get people to like me, or that that I can actually affect someone else's feeling. And and what I need to do is release victim mode and not and to know that I really am not responsible for how they feel.
0: The limiting belief says. That unless you are inauthentic, you could trigger another person's limiting belief. So the limiting belief then says you are responsible for how other people feel. Yeah. So drilling that down, the limiting belief is I can create in the reality of others. And if I believe that, I believe that they can create my reality. Therefore, drilling down another layer, the limiting belief is I am a victim. Excellent. This is the base limiting belief of all humans. Are you a victim or are you the creator? What's the evidence that proves that you're not a victim?
2: Are you, on, are you going to answer that? Or do you want me to answer that? Let's let's have you give it a go. Okay. What's the evidence that
0: I am the creator? What's the evidence that you are not the victim? Oh, that I am not the victim. Uh, your core limiting belief says I'm not the creator, I'm the victim. How can you prove that you're not the victim? All
2: That's where I got stuck. And all I could do was go inside. And and Do you know, have
0: control of your thoughts? Do I have control? No, I don't have control of my thoughts. So we can say, we want you to think that your hair is blonde. Can we make you think that? Well, was getting a lot of white and gray in there. We want you that. to think that right now you're on the North pole. Can okay. we get you to think that? No. Is there anything we can do to make you think that you're in the middle of a volcano right now? No. So you know that you have control over your thoughts and nobody can make you think anything. And no one has ever made you ever think anything. You have absolute control over the thoughts you think. No one can brainwash you enough to make you think that your name is Sally and you're a four-year-old girl living in Uganda. No one can do that. Only you have control over your thoughts and you can think anything you like. That is evidence that you're not a victim. Because no matter the conditions that you find yourself in, no matter how dire it is, how... Terrible, you perceive your life to be, you always have a choice of thought. Nobody can control your thoughts. So, if you have the control of thoughts, well, then you have control of beliefs. If you have the control of your beliefs, then you have control of your vibration. If you have control of your vibration, then you have control of your reality. And so, what other people think, how they feel, has nothing to do with you you are creating in your reality, controlling your thoughts, your beliefs, your perspective and your vibration. You can choose a limited perspective. You can choose limiting beliefs. You can hold on firmly to your own limitations or not, but you have all control. Nobody else can create in your reality. Nobody else can make you believe anything. You get to choose what you believe nobody else can make you think anything you get to choose what you want to think okay can, can absolute I absolute freedom can I stop you one moment okay so
2: um so you say that you don't manufacture thoughts that you receive thoughts exactly so we don't do we actually control our thoughts or do we just control which way the wind blows
0: in our thoughts you control your thoughts, you control the vibration that attracts the thought. So let's play a game here. You're going to now vibrate in such a way that you receive the thought of a butterfly. Effortless, isn't it? You change your vibration and attract the thought of a butterfly. That butterfly is unique to you. The colors, the shape, the size, the location, the background, the environment, all these things are unique to you. You chose it all. Now, what color is your butterfly? Orange. Can you change that butterfly to any other color? Yes. What's it now? Blue. Excellent. So you have absolute control of your thoughts. Do you believe the sky is green? No. Could you believe the sky is green? Yeah. So you have absolute control of your beliefs. Therefore, you cannot be a victim by definition, since you control the only things that matter, which is your thoughts, your perspective, your beliefs, your emotions, and your feelings. Someone calls you a mean person. If this is an insane person, you don't care you understand that they can't really see you. If this is your spouse, you care more because you're trying to control how they perceive you. Yet, if you knew that your spouse had no way of perceiving who you are, they were just looking at you based in their perception of reality. They form this opinion of you. And so when you trigger her perception of reality or her belief system or her mental construct, She's going to lose control of her thoughts because what she's doing is she's coming out of the consciousness of love and into the consciousness of fear. That's all that's happening. And she doesn't realize that in fear, she can change her vibration. So have you ever been really angry and you wanted to punch the wall? Yeah. Were you ever able to stop yourself from punching the wall? Yeah. So you're able to control the urge to change the conditions. Now that you're more aware of how the universe works and who you truly are, are you acting on more or fewer urges to change the conditions? Fewer. So you have control over this, don't you? You have control of your vibration. You're triggered through a manifestation event. You dip into the consciousness of fear. You realize what that is. And then you elevate your vibration by talking yourself through it and saying, hold on here. There's nothing to fear. It's just a limiting belief. I'm choosing a limited perspective. If I choose a higher perspective, I can see how this event is for me. It's showing me a limiting belief. This is awesome. I have wonderful tools to address these limiting beliefs. This is great. I'm seeing myself from a higher vibrational level all the time. I'm more calm, more relaxed, more at ease, more enjoy, more in fun. And I'm receiving communication directly from my inner self. I'm receiving more inspiration and I'm acting on more inspiration. I'm feeling more confident. I have more clarity. Of course, I still have this underlying limiting belief that I'm not the creator of my reality, that in fact I'm a victim, but I'm processing it. I'm looking for evidence here and there. I'm noticing that numbers are aligned. I'm realizing that there's more going on here in this than I thought before. And so I am working on this now. Do I need to know for sure that I am source itself for me to enjoy this life. No, it's an evolution. And I'm doing the work. I'm relatively new to this work and I'm doing it day by day, but I can see in the last six months, how I've expanded my perception of myself. I can see my interests, my curiosity, and even my passions are leading me on this journey of self-discovery, which is the journey. That I want, not the end result of this. And so I'm inspired to ask these amazing questions that are helping all kinds of people over the world. Oh, maybe I'm actually of service to others. Maybe when I'm channeling some information and I'm putting it on Facebook and I'm doing a video, maybe that's of benefit to other people. And that is satisfying. All the other stuff I thought I needed to do to get like, love, and respect from other people. Well, that was inauthentic. I was just trying to control them. As I give up the need to control them because I know now that I cannot create the reality. Of course, I'll be kind. Of course, I'll be generous. Of course, I'll be patient. But I'm not going to berate myself if someone else is triggered by something I do. I'm going to look at that situation and say, was I authentic in that moment? If I was authentic in that moment, And they were triggered by my authenticity. Well, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do about that. They can have their manifestation event. That is good for them. But what I'm finding is the more authentic I am, the more impact I have, the more joy I have, the more fun I have, and the closer connections that I actually create. I never connected any connection by wanting to be different than I am or trying to change other people or trying to control the conditions or myself or any of these things. That never felt good. Well, there's a sign there. If it doesn't feel good, then it's not aligned with love or with who I truly am. So I'm always seeking to feel good. Now, can I feel good if another person is triggered? Well, of course not, because I have this momentum built up from being this good person and making sure everyone's happy and i have taken care of all the things. But was I really doing anything or was I just walking around on eggshells, hoping they didn't get triggered? Now I can see that if they're getting triggered, it's just their manifestation event. I'm not here to iron out their manifestation events or remove them. I'm here to let them have those manifestation events because that gives them the opportunity to see their limiting beliefs. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, but at least they have the opportunity. However, what I am sure of is that if I'm inauthentic, then I'm Still seeing myself as a victim, which I know is not true. So there's a conflict there and I cannot abide by that conflict any longer. Mm. I'm going to have to be more authentic. How about other people? Are there other people in the planet that are authentic and seem to be doing well? Yes, there's this person and that person and this person and that person. They are just who they are and they are extremely effective in what they're doing. They're not paying attention to what society thinks is good or bad. They're doing their own thing. They're mavericks. They're out there. They're exploring new territories and being of benefit to millions of other people by their example. And I'm being guided to that. I know that for sure. Because I, who I truly am, who I truly am in the non-physical, is fully authentic. In the non-physical, I'm transparent. My vibration is easy to be seen by everyone else. And I want everyone to see that vibration because that vibration is beneficial. It's encouraging. It's inspirational. It's powerful. When I'm in the non-physical, after living all these lives and having all this expansive experience, others come up to me and say, how did you get all that power? And you said, well, by living a life in physical reality. And they say, well, we want to live a life in physical reality. We want to get the expansiveness that you have, that power that you have. And so you inspire those and they have their journeys in physical reality. And maybe you meet up with them here on earth. And maybe you say prior to your birth that I'll go with you on this journey and I'll be this example of alignment, of authenticity that you can follow. Sure. At first, like all of us, I'll have this perception of myself as a victim But something will happen to change my perception of reality. And I will start to see myself more clearly. And then I'll be inspired to do things that will be beacons of light for other people to follow. shining example of alignment. Alignment. How can I be in alignment? Can I be in alignment when I'm inauthentic? Never. Can I be in alignment when I'm authentic? Every single time. You are only in alignment when you're authentic. You're only out of alignment when you're inauthentic. Why would you ever be out of alignment? Why would you ever be inauthentic? Because you're perceiving yourself as a victim. Sure, there's a core limiting belief there. Yes, that's enabling you to expand, but you're reducing the intensity of that. Every time you see yourself acting as a victim, wishing things were different, hoping things would change, knowing that that's just coming from the inauthentic version of you that's perceiving some form of lack and fear. You don't need to do that anymore. You're seeing it and you're doing amazingly well. All of you are. You're doing amazingly well. This is the fun part. Coming from the illusion to the clarity, trying new things, getting inspiration, acting on some of it, sometimes feeling like a victim, sometimes wishing things were different, but most of the time seeing yourself from the higher perspective. This is what you want. You don't want to get to the finish line. You want to go on this journey. Ask these questions, ask your inner self, connect more deeper, ask for inspiration. How can I enhance this area of my life? How can I enhance this area of my life? How can I add more love to this area of my life? Inspiration flows. Inspiration flows. You won't want to do it at first because it'll seem weird, but you'll push past the fear. And once you've pushed past the fear and had the experience, you'll expand. So the next time it'll be easier and easier and easier, evolving to higher levels of, of perceptions of self. That's exactly what you're doing. You're doing it perfectly. There's no reason to doubt yourself. It's just a bit of time. That's all it is. Okay.
2: That was a wonderful response. Um, the I got a, another question quickly. I truly believe that the, in the illusion, like like it really is just an illusion, like it's a mirage, like this whole physical thing is just a mirage. How do we, is there a way, first of all, what is the mechanism that creates the illusion? Is there a thing that makes the illusion? And how can we really see past the illusion? Like for instance, I know the illusion is real. I just saw this video online where this family threw their grandmother's ashes into a pond and the ashes made the shape of a heart and a you. Or when Aretha Franklin died and they did a thing at the in Detroit and a rainbow appeared over the stadium. I mean, the illusion is real, but but our inner selves can come through. How
0: Help, help us get past the illusion. The illusion is not real. Only thing is real is love. The illusion and everything else that propagates that illusion is fear. Fear is not possible in the non-physical. So there's no illusion. Fear is only possible here. So fear is the greatest aspect of physical reality. Because without fear, there'd be no physical reality. Without the illusion, there'd be no possibility of expansion. You have to come out of the illusion to expand. Imagine the person on earth right now who feels the most like a victim of anyone on earth. Their number one belief is everything is wrong. Complete illusion. The truth is everything is right. If you're perceiving everything is right, you're not living in the illusion. If you're perceiving everything is wrong, you're fully in the illusion. If you're perceiving some things is right and some things are wrong, you're somewhat in the illusion. Can you see that people who choose a higher perspective of themselves are living in a completely different reality than those who are living in complete darkness and fear? Does that make sense to you? Can you think of an example of one human who is living with a very high perception of themselves and experiencing a reality that reflects that? Sure. And can you imagine someone living in absolute agony and fear perceiving themselves as a complete victim with no power whatsoever?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Can you now see that those two realities are completely different? Yeah. Now imagine all the billions of humans on earth and each one is experiencing a completely different illusion or a completely different reality based on how much fear they're in or how many limiting beliefs they are, or how they perceive themselves all the way from the one who perceives themselves as the most victim to the one that perceives themselves as the most creator and the range is between now, every one of those experiences is equally valid and valuable because it all adds to the fabric of all that is and without each experience the fabric of all that is would have a hole in it or or many holes in it so every experience is vital and valuable but you can choose the experience that you have and if you want to elevate or enhance your reality all you do is see yourself as the creator as much as you can and then maintain the alignment that comes with that. Because if you perceive yourself as a creator, completely capable of having, being, or doing anything that you want, knowing that nothing matters, that this is just a game of expansion for fun, and that you cannot create in anyone's reality and they cannot create in your reality. You cannot make them think anything and they cannot make you think anything. You get to choose how you respond to it all someone cuts you off in traffic, you get to choose how you respond to that. Respond as the victim or respond as a creator. You get to choose because that's your free will. As you choose to respond as the creator, you elevate your perception of yourself. Therefore, your vibration rises. Therefore, your reality enhances. Do you need the entire illusion to evaporate? No, that would mean your journey's over with. And you very much love these journeys. They are exciting. You will get the information as you move through expansive experiences that you're inspired to. You'll get more clarity. And you'll see yourself as more of a creator tomorrow than you did today. Excellent. You can accelerate this process. You can exponentially accelerate it. And you can literally be having to do anything you want in this lifetime. Anything you want. But it's a process of giving up your limitations. What are those limitations? It's your attachment to these limiting beliefs. You're addressing your limiting beliefs. You're at least thinking about them. You're using the manifestation event form from time to time. You're meditating. You're communicating with your inner self. You're doing all these things perfectly. And you're being led step by step at your own pace to more clarity and less of the illusion. So Jim, what if you became the one on earth that perceived himself as the creator more than anyone else? You went to the top of that range there and you said, I'm going to pursue this investigation of my authentic self because in authenticity, I am closer to the authentic being or the true being that I am the non physical. In victimhood, I have to play these games and adopt this persona and make people like me by my actions. But if I became a blended being, one with my inner self in every moment, leaving go of my fears and staying as aligned as possible, receiving inspiration, then acting on every inspired idea I got all day long. With the compassion of others who might be triggered by me, but knowing that the triggering is just a manifestation event and that's for the benefit. If I could see it from this high perspective, then I would be at that top range of humans living, knowing that they are the creator of the reality. And I would be effective in everything I did not to get me what I would think I want, but to understand more about who I am and then be of service to others and then live in the satisfaction and joy of that. Well. What's more important to you? To placate those around you by being inauthentic and behaving in a way that will not trigger them, or by being the authentic self and being a beacon of alignment and example for millions of people, so that they can move their vibration up. They could increase enhance their reality. They could move from victimhood to seeing themselves as a creator more effectively which would you rather do? You have a choice here. The choice is yours because you have free will. No one else can create your reality. You get to do it. And this is why you're here asking this question right now. Wonderful question. Who's next?
3: I have a question, Joshua. Roshna. So I've really moved forward in not feeling like a victim um, of others' behavior and words, but one thing, I've been not able to get over and I feel really silly saying this, but I feel like a victim of hot weather. Um, and up till age 20, I never had a problem with hot weather. Thereafter, I started, I started actually suffering in hot weather. I have trouble breathing. I, my body starts getting nervous. And if I'm not close to my home, I go into a tiny panic. And and I don't know why that happens. And I'm also longing to go on a a vacation to Hawaii or Mexico or the Caribbean. But all I think in my head is like, well, once I get there, all I'll do is stay in my hotel room with the AC on eating ice cream. So what's the point? What's the point of going, spending the time, the money, the energy? I'm just going to... Stay hold up in my hotel room.
0: It's easy to understand that you're the creator of your reality when the conditions are right. It's easier to understand the creator of your reality when the people are nice. It's easier to understand that you're the creator of your reality when you have your conditions appealing to you. There's not much distraction coming on. There's no new people coming in. There's nothing breaking. Nothing's falling apart. There's none of this arguing with anyone. You have set yourself up so it's easy to be in alignment. Yet there's still some limiting beliefs there. There's still some resistance there. And there's still this nagging limiting belief that you're a victim to your conditions. So you can control your reality pretty well. You can stay home. You can order things in. You can watch what you like on TV. You can withdraw from a lot of it. But that is in conflict with who you truly are, because who you truly are wants to engage and connect more. This is the year of connection. You are being asked to connect more, not to withdraw. You're being asked to make new friends, have new adventures, travel to new places. Yet the fear that's inherent in your belief system says, ultimately, I like this idea that I'm the creator, but I really think I'm a victim. And your body says to you, guess what? We're not going to play along with this. You can control the people in your life. You control the environment you live in. You control a lot of these things. You control what you spend your attention on, but you can't control us. We're your body. We're all the cells of your body. And so we're going to point out the fact to you that you're in resistance to who you are oh, I've actually been controlling my condition so I don't feel negative emotion. I've been controlling the people in my life so I don't get triggered by them. I've been controlling so much of this that it seems like I'm in alignment more of the time. And yet the control is just based in fear and victimhood. You've made tremendous progress from where you were a year or two ago. Tremendous progress. But you must understand that that version of you was incredibly in fear that version of you was incredibly wrapped up in the illusion and did not know who you truly are so you've made great progress here but there's still this limiting belief that you're not the creator of your reality that you are a victim holding you back and your body is just showing you that your body is is complying to your non-physical request that it will always show you the truth of who you're being. Luckily for you, it's just by being uncomfortable in hot weather. Now, notice that you're not inspired to go to Iceland or the North Pole. You don't want to be cold either. You want to be just right, not triggered by anything, not triggered by people or conditions or all these things you want to be Make sure the conditions are perfect and you want to control the weather. But you're inspired to go to warm places. Do you see the irony in that? Your inspiration is to say, I can go there and not worry about the hot weather. I can lay out in the sun. I don't even need air conditioning. I can go back to India. No air conditioning. People lived like this for millennia. Yet I have controlled my realities to such an extent that now the thought of a one degree degree temperature difference is frightening to me because my body will not comply. Your body will comply as soon as you say, I'm going to act on the inspiration. I don't care if I'm hot or not. It's not going to bother me. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do what I'm inspired to do. I'm not going to worry about the person saying the rude comment. I'm not going to worry about the guy throwing poop in my trash can. I'm not going to worry about any of these things because they do not bother me. I'm seeing everything from a higher perspective. And I know that if my body is hot now, it's just trying to tell me something. It's trying to tell me that I'm trying to control all these conditions so that I can avoid negative emotion. Now, your body is complying in a very nice way. It's not giving you a horrible long-term physical condition. It's giving you a little bit of discomfort pay attention to the body and say, okay, I see that I feel uncomfortable when it's hot. I've been trying to control the temperature. Let me just not worry about the temperature. Let me just turn off the heat or turn off the air conditioning. And let me just go about it. I will not let the discomfort slow slow me down, which means I will not let my resistance to outside conditions deter me from what I'm inspired to do, I realize there's a little resistance there. Sure. What's happening is when I receive inspiration, the fear is too great for me to push past. And I'm using all kinds of excuses not to push past the fear. So we say book a trip to Mexico, book a trip to Hawaii, book a trip to Spain, go wherever you want to go, and don't worry about being uncomfortable because. You you will never be uncomfortable if you're perceiving yourself as the creator. But if you're perceiving yourself as a victim, you're always going to get uncomfortable. Now, there's a core limiting belief that says you're the victim. So at some base level, you're always going to experience some discomfort or some manifestation events in physical reality. That's just there. You can soften it, soften and soften it by perceiving yourself as the creator, by choosing to see everything from the higher perspective, by understanding that everything is happening for you, that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, that everything is right, but you can't see it yet. You will see it eventually. You will help others see it eventually. You are playing with a brand new idea. So play with the idea, don't care. Don't care about those things that cause discomfort. Don't care about the little manifestation events. Don't care about what annoys you. Don't care about what people say to you. Don't care about the unexpected bill. Don't care about being a little bit hot in your body. Sure, you're a little bit hot in your body, but you're not a roofer working in Mexico putting in roofs at 110 degree temperature. You are living an amazing life. You are all living amazing lives. Relish in how amazing this life is and that you have come to this place of understanding that few humans have arrived to yet. They will later, but you've gotten here first. You get to experience this transition from coming out of victimhood and into understanding that you're the creator of your reality. And with that all kinds of turbulence is going to shake itself up in your reality. Don't care about it. Just think about what you're inspired to do and that will always lead you to the answers you're seeking.
3: So so I so if I'm so imagine I'm in Hawaii I'm walking down the beach in the mid afternoon and I, I I sense my breathing. I sense trouble breathing. Um, I should just keep going. Push,
0: yes, you're push. not really having trouble breathing.
3: What?
0: No. <laughs> we could lay you down right now. We could offer you a breathing technique. You would breathe deeper and more heavily than you ever have in your life for one hour. And this could be done. In a hot room, it wouldn't matter. It's your resistance causing you to perceive all these little annoyances that are popping up as resistance, just as resistance in the immediate term, not in the long term, in the immediate term. The long term, other things happen. In the immediate term, it's just discomfort. Push past the discomfort and control your thoughts. Instead of saying, I'm having trouble breathing, say, what a beautiful beach. What a sunny day. This is spectacular. Look at this gorgeous ocean. Look at these beautiful people on the beach. Look at all these people I can talk to. This is amazing that I get to be here. I am so thrilled to be here. Thank you. Oh, it's a little hot. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, it's a little annoying. I'm going to focus my attention on what I perceive as wonderful. And I could even perceive that my body causing me to breathe a little bit more difficulty or perceive that I'm breathing difficulty is a benefit as well. Turn your focus from all these little triggering events that are happening all the time, all this little resistance that you're experiencing, onto every amazing aspect in your life. Now, you can't do that if you're a victim. If you're a victim, you're just going to be in that consciousness of fear, and you're going to look for things to fix. And you're going to see all these problems and you're going to fix one problem. Another problem is going to happen because you cannot fix the problems because there are no problems. The problems are the illusion. Look for everything amazing. And then when your mind gets distracted and you see a problem, away having trouble breathing because it's hot, turn your attention back to how amazing your life is. And then later when you can, when you're in alignment, say that breathing thing that was just a manifestation event. I was in resistance to the heat, and so my body started showing me my resistance in physical terms. That's all that's happening. Thank you, body, for doing that. Excellent question. Who's next? Thank you,
1: uh, Joshua. I have a t- question. Yes, go ahead, Tabby. Um, this morning, I will. You were talking about. Um, being a victim and i know that was one of my core limiting beliefs and i've really worked on it so yesterday i was working on self-love i read on dean's message it was really powerful and um and i worked worked on that and i did some meditations around it and this morning when i got up it said um my inner guidance was that i'm now above 51 percent, and i feel more like a creator so Um, I just wanted you to talk about that a little bit as, as you shift from feeling more like a creator. Like I've, I feel like I'm giving up control and taking a lot more inspired actions and doing a lot more things. And it's a lot more freedom and people are, people are saying things to me like, wow, you just live a magical life now. (laughs) So, um, I guess My question is, you know, how can I continue on that trajectory?
0: The key thing to understand here is that you got to 51%. Think of it as a mountain. You want to climb this mountain. Yeah. And so at the bottom of the mountain, looking up, it looks, you'll never get there. I can't get up that mountain. Forget it. There's no way I can get up that mountain. And so you have life after life after life, climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain. You get into this life and you're like, I can climb that mountain, that's not so hard. And you climb up the mountain and you make it to the top. And you see yourself for the first time as possibly the creator of your reality, the 50%, you got to the top, half of it is done. Now that realization that quite possibly you could be the creator of your reality has never been thought by you before in any lifetime. It's never been thought by no. most people. But you've come to this point, I might be the creator of my reality, which means that the core limiting belief that you're a victim is now equal to the core limiting belief that you're the creator. So your creation then is not, limited by this belief that you're the victim anymore, because you have the opposing force of love that you're the creator of your reality. You've reached an equilibrium or a tipping point. And so now as you go down the other side of the mountain, it's so much easier. You've been looking up the mountain the whole time, so you've missed the view. Now you're walking down the other side of the mountain, and you're seeing the valley and what everything else is, and it makes so much sense. And with every step down that mountain, you feel more empowered, more joy, more love, more excitement, more freedom, more abundance. And you realize, oh, I was so busy tracking up that mountain before. I thought it was a struggle. I thought it was effort. I thought it was hard. I thought I didn't have enough energy. I didn't think I had enough what it took. But now I've, I've summited the mountaintop, and now going back down is the easy part, and the view is wonderful, and it's fun, and there's nothing to prove anymore because you've already, you've already reach the top. Everything is easier on the way down. But the nice thing about the top of the mountain is you have the best view of all. And so you could see the effort and struggle of everyone else climbing up the mountain. You could see, oh, come on, you can do it. You can do it. I did it. Look, it's not that hard. You're just thinking it's hard. But once you get up here, you'll realize this is what you wanted the whole time. To get to this point where you see yourself quite possibly the creator of your reality now what can you do with that oh well you don't have to really figure that out because once you're at the mountaintop well the downloads are easy the connection is crystal clear the inspiration well you have faith in that now and it's coming in bucket loads and so you can act when you want to act on that which you want to act on and you're not caring what other people think anymore because you've already climbed the mountain You're not caring about how you're supposed to be or being good or being any of that. You're just expressing who you are because you have a glimpse of who you are because you're so connected to that which exists at the mountaintop. So the rest of this is easy. You get to play and have fun. And of course, be this example of alignment for everyone else to follow. You're doing that perfectly. Don't you agree? I think so. Isn't everyone out. looking at you and saying, better. you are just simply this ball of love, this shining ball of love. That's all you are. And it's becoming obvious to everyone who can see it. Of course, those who are in fear will still think you should be different than you are. But those who know you, those who see who you are, know that you are just this ball of love, just like everyone else. You've discovered it. You're being authentic. You're allowing others to see it, if they can. You're being who you are. You're being transparent. You're not having to be anything else. Your persona is almost gone. You've adopted a completely new identity as the creator of your reality. And so, have a little fun with that. That's what you're here for. And Now it's
1: almost scary. When I think of things, it's like, it just happens. And, or you know, when I was in... I went and I went to Florida, like my GPS takes me to weird places. <laughs> I put in the directions, but that's not where I end up. <laughs> and it I, takes you to amazing control. Right. It took you and to amazing place where, <laughs> <are you> <laughs> where I get to see the manatees.
0: Because are you creating from the version of yourself that needs to control everything and sees yourself as a victim? Or are you oh, creating now go. from this perception of yourself that anything's possible, but you don't have to know how, how to figure it out. You don't know wh- how to get there. You just trust the GPS, drive along, and lo and behold, you're someone you, somewhere you didn't expect. That's magical. That's exactly what you want. That's what all of you want. It's amazing to see how well you're all doing. We couldn't be more thrilled to be with you. And we just want to remind you out there, whether you're on this phone now, whether you whether you're barking at unknown strangers, or whether you're listening at a later date, just have fun and everything else will take care of itself. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Joshua. All right. That was one of my most favorite episodes so far. It's really getting back to the basics of understanding that everything is right and your perception or your perspective at the moment determines how you feel. If you're choosing the higher perspective and seeing everything is right, you will feel good. And if you're choosing the limited perspective that is not true, you're going to feel negative emotion because your inner self is always guiding you in every moment through emotions. There's a lot more to discover about your emotions. There's so much more going on here. And really the best way to change your mental construct is to enroll in a boot camp. We have a new boot camp starting in a few weeks. If you would like to get more information on that, there's only one way to do it. In this course, you'll have to contact me first. We have a conversation. It's always fun. I recorded it. It's just you and me on the call. And you will know by the end of the call, if the bootcamp's right for you. So I hope you push past your fear and send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll set up a call. So have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Bye.